Yo, yo, what it do? Good morning. It's Tuesday. <clears throat> so nobody should have a case of the Mondays. We up, we at it. Doing what we gotta do. Get my little swig in this morning. Y'all know what it is. Sorry, not sorry. Um... <clears throat> Feeling real good this morning. It's a beautiful day. Got another chance to wake up and improve. And um, had a lot of things on my mind. So, had to come in and holler at y'all. So, I was looking on Twitter the other day. And there was a post, uh, <clears throat> maybe it was a retweet from Trans Day Visibility, something like that. But it, I just saw it. It was like, uh, what was your first encounter with the trans woman? And how does it affect how you treat them today? Well, I think it was your interaction with them, you know, today. So, <clears throat> storytelling time. Storytelling time. So, my first interaction with a trans woman came when I was 18 years old. And I'm 35. So... <laughs> Over 20 years ago. No. A little under 20 years ago. With my math. Y'all know I'm on it early. Forgive my heart. But anyway. I was working at a fast food place. And... She had already been working there. This was like my second real job. Um, I want to say it was like December, January. So a little bit before I turned 18 in March, my senior year of high school. So we're working together. It's just me and her. Well, before I break down the situation where we actually interacted, there was rumblings already. Where we worked at was attached to a gas station. So, of course, there's several people working, not only there with me, but at the gas station. There was already rumblings about her being trans. She was very attractive. So the guys in the gas station would make sure they let people know. Such assholes. Let people know that she was trans. You know, if they could. If they interacted with that customer or whatnot. If they seen they were checking her out. 
So, of course, I already had the quote-unquote, you know, scoop. But she was, I mean, she was gorgeous. Slim. I mean, she she had a teenage girl's body. She was slim. She wore, you know, a bra and stuff like that. And she was kind of already, you know, slim and curvy a little bit. The way she walked, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> she was 19. Um, and... She had the best set of lips I ever seen in my life. And she highlighted them. I mean, glossy, juicy. If she touched you with her lips, you would know she touched you with her lips. This is how glossy they was, but it wasn't like overly sloppy or nothing like that. Like it fit her face, her makeup, everything was on point. And, you know, of course, it's a natural physical reaction, physical attraction, because she looks like a beautiful woman when you see her. You know, I think sometimes I think the thing with <laughs> maybe in our community or something like that is that somebody seemed too fine. Like, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like some some ain't right, because it seems like a, it gives especially with facial structure when it's so you know not too defined but a little defined it's like mm, you know but she was beautiful i mean i think if you ask 10 men i think seven out of ten would definitely find her attractive maybe more than that i'm just you know i'm trying to lowball it a little bit but <clears throat> anyway like she was she was gorgeous and she was cool quiet you know stayed to herself because she knew what the deal was i mean this was alabama so of course she just kind of kept her head down minding her business but she lived her life and we worked together for a couple months and we had a good working relationship we usually closed together a lot but I never tried to approach her until one night we closed together and there was a freezer part <laughs> at the job of course and so we were putting stuff up and I put stuff up um, in the back room it's the back room and then you walk a little bit further back it's a freezer so I'm putting stuff up in the back room she had just you know, was just coming out of the freezer and we kind of just locked eyes and I went for it. I just laid my lips on this lady like right then and there. I mean, like violating all kind of employee rules. And she kissed me back. And when I say the kiss was amazing, I, I, I told you about her lips. I was not worried about the gloss. <laughs> I was not worried about the gloss. 
it was not a thought. I'm locking lips with her. I mean, passionate. And so we kissed for like 15, 20 seconds. You know, that's a long time. We stopped, you know, and it's just like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Look at each other. And, you know, we finished what we had to do because that was about it. And we're walking out the door. And uh, I tell her to follow me. Mind you, I'm living, I'm still, you know, I'm in school. It's probably like nine, going like going on 10 at night. It closed, the restaurant closed early. You know, like I said, we was in the gas station. The gas station stayed open all night. But the restaurant closed early. And... Um, she followed me back, like, down the road from where my parents stayed, where my mom, and it's like a little hill, and it's a bottom of a hill where you chill at, and we just sat down there in the car for a while, and just, like, talked. You know, we didn't talk about that, you know, her being trans, you know, because I already knew. And at that point, I didn't care. I already made up in my mind. I was fucking with her. Now, I knew at that point I wasn't going to tell anybody. And she never pressured me to tell anybody ever, you know, especially then. I mean, like, she was so in love with me. I loved her, too. I don't think I really understood how much she did until it was too late. But, like, that was my first interaction, and I was DL about it, of course. I mean, extremely, but course I <laughs> I was trying to see her you know so <laughs> it was it was crazy I mean you know I'm sneaking off I'm walking up the street I'm doing whatever I can and you know jump in the car with her and take off with her you know what I'm saying because I was enjoying her company and you know after a while, it became more than just physical. You know, we chilled. We ate together. We, you know, we did shit. Not a lot. But, yeah, we did stuff. And, of course, it's easier when you're somewhere where you know you're not known to move and you feel a little bit more freely. Um, At that time. Which, you know, when I think about it now, it's like, I know everybody was seeing her just as this beautiful ass woman. I really didn't have to hide it. But, you know, the fact that I know, the fact that I didn't know who knew. So, 
I was DL about it. But yeah. And it was different because, like I said, we never talked about it as far as her dick and me acknowledging it. She didn't want that acknowledged, touched, felt, looked at any of that. She didn't really care. So that was that was by first sexual trans first sexual experience with a transsexual woman. So it was it was different in the fact that you know I didn't know other trans women because I didn't really watch trans porn until I started dealing with her. But I didn't know other women wanted it to be acknowledged. You know, at first just dealing with her, you know, I'm thinking that they all don't care for it to be bothered with. And at that at that point in time, I didn't care to bother it because I got one. You know what I mean? And ass just, ass and mouth just felt so good. Like I didn't need anything else. Excuse me for being vulgar, but I didn't need anything else. You know, and she didn't need anything else. She wanted to feel like a woman. She always wanted to, you know, we would only really do it two ways, either from the front or from the back, but she always covered it up. You know, everything else I could see, but, you know, she would sometimes just pull her panties down enough where I can get in there. You know what I mean? Or she wore, you know, she wore panties where I, it was still covered up. So, until I got with another woman who wanted it, acknowledged, like, me. You better recognize it. That was different. Um, let's talk about how I am today. Of course, I'm out. I talk about it. Um, actually, that one who I'm referring to, me and her are not close friends, but, you know, we talk from time, time to time, and she is a confidant. You know, we have experiences that's going to link us forever for the rest of our life. And she's not married at the time now. So, you know, we still talk. We're still cool. I was not ready for, you know, to be the man that she needed me to be at the time. And, you know, time changes people. Uh, she moved. She found a great job. She's doing awesome for herself. You know, I'm extremely proud of her. Um... Like I said, at the time we were talking, I was DL, so I was having kids. Why me and her were talking, you know, like it was going down. I was still interacting with women extremely and having kids, you know, my kids are, I have three kids who are all a year apart. So I went to a time period, 
Yeah, think about that was just maybe heartbreaking to her. Um, now, as I move freely, even my kids know about you know, me talking to trans women. And, you know, I do try to exercise discretion as far as just dating in general, whether, you know, whether it's a trans woman or cisgender woman. You know, I'm not going to just bring everybody around my kids. But, you know, I'm not DL about it. Um, it does allow me to move freely. I mean, to date, you know, like, you know, typically date. You know, that's how you date people. You go on a date anytime, any place. You share experiences at, you know, whenever, wherever. Um, as far as sexually wise, I'm a lot different now. You know, I do acknowledge it. It's not a problem. You know, back then, no, I wasn't. I wasn't even gonna even touch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, especially it, it's different when you see a, you know, you see a pretty ass woman. And she just got a big motherfucker. Like, damn. You know, like, like that dynamic is just, it's crazy. You know what I mean? And if she put on pants, you know, panties and pants, all you see is a woman. You know, they tuck that shit and have that shit like she's walking around, you know, you don't know. <laughs> but, like. It's, it's a lot different now. You know, I don't feel pressure to deal, like to have to acknowledge it and do it. But, you know, when you move freely, you're able to love freely. And, you know, when you get to a point of freedom, like I feel like I have now, you know, you're able to love unconditionally. And you're able to take whatever situation comes. You know, the dynamic still is there. It's some women, you know, even now, who I meet in their 30s, they don't want to touch or acknowledge that's not their vibe. And it's um, who I've met who, again, this is important. <laughs> I need to come to. And, you know, people come in different ways. You know, whatever gets them off. You know, it's whatever gets that physical, that chemical reaction to make them you know, calm, then that's what it is. Um, I think dating-wise, people are different. I think it's some trans women who just, you know, they are, they're okay with guys being DL. To them, that's a man. A man is not going to be out and about like this. They feel like that is gay. And to some extent, I understand every side of them. It's people you're going to tell in your casual life that you talk to a transsexual woman and they're not going to see you as anything but gay. She has a penis. In the story, that's what the Bible says. Blah, 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 blah. 
have some people they recognize a person for who they present themselves as. They can see what other people refuse to see. They can acknowledge what other people refuse to acknowledge. I don't know what made me like that. But I could never just, you know, I could never just do do something disrespectful to a person like that. To me, it's just disrespectful. Then, too, like, my eyes just see what they see. Like, if I see someone who is beautiful, curvy, attractive, then that's what I see. I can't deny that, so why should I? You know? And I also feel like more important than that, mentally and emotionally, I can learn and I can be involved with this person. Whether we romantically or not, the experiences that they've dealt with in their life, I can learn from. Why would I hate or discriminate against anyone? when I have a chance to get better through this interaction. Not just getting a nut. It's about so much more than that. If I do, that's great. If I don't, that's cool too. You know what I mean? Like, I think people, the first thing when you think about a transsexual person, they just think automatic sex. Like, you know, and not just, not just guys, women too. It's just a phase, just a fetish. Shit ain't right. You know. It's not real. But I'm able to see it. I love the fact that I see it. I love the fact that I'm open to unlimited possibilities. I think that's what's going to make me better in the long run. It's a uniqueness that a few can appreciate. But when you do stuff for yourself, then you can't worry about that. You really cannot. Uh, Today, yeah, I consider myself an ally. I consider myself someone who would not discriminate who would support, who would, you know, associate with any trans woman, trans man, any trans person, any gay person, anybody, straight person. I feel like I'm able to just view a person for 
who they are, who they are and what they are about. And I feel like they would do the same thing with me. And I feel like that's the only thing you really can ask. That's the only thing you can ask. But I do appreciate y'all sitting in with me. Um, It's always beautiful to have these conversations. Sorry, not sorry. We'll try not to make it be so long between episodes. I'm going to do my best, y'all. But y'all take care. I love y'all.